everyone, welcome to Shalanda Says, where we answer questions on all sorts of topics ranging from relationships to career growth. Join us as we answer listener questions and interview various experts in their field. Want a question answered? Send it to Shalanda at TuxWilderGuidance.com. That's Shalanda at TuxWilderGuidance.com. Now here's your hostess and proclaimed queen of time management and goal setting, Shalanda. Today we have Dr. Barbara Cox, who is a holistic psychologist, a leadership coach, and business consultant. She started her career as a scientist, having earned a BA in biology from the University of California in San Diego and working for the Department of Defense and top environmental consulting firms. Barbara went on to receive a PhD in health psychology from Alliance International University with further training in hypnosis and peak performance coaching. Eventually, she ventured forth to study more transcendent subjects and to look at the larger meaning of life beyond left brain science. Barbara is on a mission to transform corporate cultures by helping leaders activate their intuition and establish a balance of the masculine energy the competition, individualism, and productivity, and feminine energy, the collaboration, creativity, and vulnerability within organizations. Barbara is the author of the forthcoming book, The Muse Process, Unleashing the Power of the Feminine for Success and Fulfillment. You can learn more about Barbara's works at drcoxconsulting.com. Cox is C-O-X, drcoxconsulting.com. So how are you today, Barbara? I'm doing great, Shalanda. How are you today? Oh, I'm fine. Thank you. I appreciate your time today. Oh, I'm glad to be here. Yeah, great. I know we're both here in San Diego, but the weather has been a little crazy this season. (laughs) Yeah, it's like we're back east. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But yeah, thank you for taking time and meeting with me um, through this uh, call here. And what I would like to do is go ahead and jump right into our first five. These are five questions that all guests are asked. And the first question is, what drew you to this career? Well, my career path, as you announced in my bio, was a bit meandering. As I look back, it was kind of, it had a, a, a plan to it. Um, what drew me to working with people? I think, well, my first career, I was working with the Department of Defense. I was a civilian with the Navy. And what originally drew me to that was because... I was a Navy brat. My father was career military. He was a top gun here in San Diego when it was Navy. Um, And then, so I spent a lot of time in that vibe. And so I ended up getting a career with Civil Service Department of Defense here in San Diego. And did that for a while. We did environmental um, remediation projects for the Navy. And that was interesting. I, I liked I'm a do-gooder. I like to make the world a better place. So yeah. there was that piece. and then But then I was missing kind of the people part because that included a lot of paperwork and governmental regulations. And so I decided to go uh, study psychology and learn how to work more with the individual and the psyche. So I, tra- I transitioned into that after my career with the DOD. 
Oh, yes, ma'am. Totally. It's amazing how we start out in one career and we still we end up in another one and we still have that ultimate goal of basically wanting to help people. Yeah, I, I think that's a core human value of like wanting to make the world a better place and wanting to help people. Yeah. So tell me what impact you hope to make. Well, I think my career overall was helping give people tools to overcome struggles. I feel like in my early life, I had, I overcame a lot of struggles and put myself through college and grad school and did a lot of things on my own. So I look at people's struggles and especially in job search and transitions and I feel for people that when they go through that struggle, I want to give them some tools that help it make it easier because I feel like life doesn't need to be a struggle. We can make it easier, you know? Yes. Yeah. I think we do tend to overthink things and we make things too hard. And then some people don't understand the resources they have around them and and they don't know how to tap into the resources and the people around them and they get frustrated with life. Yeah, that's a good point. It's, it's like sometimes we have to kind of, I don't know what it is, open our eyes and look around and see what we have around us and, mm-hmm. and learn to work as a community. I feel like that's one of my messages to the greater the world this it's like let's reclaim our sense of community and work together right yes yeah there's a difference between using your resources for your benefit because sometimes people can just be selfish and always have their hand out <laughs> yeah. so on the other hand we use our resources so that we can better not only ourselves but everyone else around us as well yeah, and I, I've noticed that as a theme, and tra- I've done a lot of traveling because I enjoy traveling, and looking at the cultures where there's a lot of um, wealth and abundance, prosperity, that seems to be a common mindset where they're like, yeah, let's help each other out. Mm-hmm. Let's share our resources rather than, oh, let's scrabble and grab somebody else's resources. <laughs> like a reciprocal thing you know yeah right all right now question number three barbara i want you to think about everything you know regarding this path that you've chosen in retrospect what would you do differently if anything oh that's a great question i love these questions this is fun um what would i do differently you know I'm such a perfectionist. I think I always kind of have that in my head, like, whoa, I should have done that differently. Mm -hmm. But if I knew what I knew now and I could apply it then, Mm -hmm. I would have tried out more job choices Mm -hmm. and I would have tried to get more mentors. Now, I think I did that when I was younger, like high school, college. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think partly it was um, how our training structure was set up and I see it's improving a lot more and I'll say this because I have a 15 year old daughter and she's in high school right now and she's doing a really cool program that I I really think all high school should do called work-based learning and they start doing work internships in ninth grade and every uh, year or every semester they change internships 
So that way, when you're 14, 15, you can start thinking about, I like this job and I don't like that. Instead Mm -hmm. of when you're in college and you're 20, you know, and you're just taking academic classes. Right. You don't really have work experience. So I didn't know what I wanted to do when I was mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know what a math or science class would teach me to do work-wise. I needed some applied experience. And I applied to jobs. But a lot of times when you're in college, you get, like, kind of transitional college jobs, you know, not, like, career right internship jobs right yeah so, so that's what I would have tried to get more internships but I, I don't think they existed like they do now mm-hmm. yeah that's a great pro- uh, program your daughter is in how old did you say she is she's 15 and I wish that more people would uh, take advantage of this training in a good way because it's a it's only 150 students and it's a public school it's in San Diego I'll make a pitch for them. They're called this, uh, the Met, the San Diego Met, the San Diego Metropolitan mm-hmm. High School Training Program. And it's oh. a charter school. Mm-hmm. And they, it's public. And they have a wonderful program with all types of internships. And you can take college classes when you're in 10th grade. Mm-hmm. It's so wonderful. So I think as people are developing their careers and their career interests, since that's what this podcast is about, I'd suggest to state start early, you know, start yeah. thinking about it when you're in high school instead of later on down the road like I did, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. Now, what trends do you see within your specialty? Wow, that's a great question. Um, I do, I'd say because I do, I'd say three distinct things and I integrate them for my clients. I do kind of a mix of career coaching I do leadership coaching and I do hypnosis and I kind of mix and match depending on where the client is. Mm -hmm. I'd say for, for the leadership coaching field, there's a lot more chatter and interest and uh, really cool stuff going on about women in leadership and the, the whole thing in California with having more women on board of directors and just Mm -hmm. more, more focus on, on women and leadership and balance. Um, yes. so that's pretty cool. Yeah. So that's, mm-hmm. I'd say that's the main thing that stands out to me this past year. Okay. Yeah. That reminds me of a, uh, a show or like a little special I was watching with my kids uh-huh. a little while ago. It was a black history month special by a comedian, Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah. And, it was talking about how, you know, of course, about the um, impact that African-Americans had on this country. Yeah. And one scene in particular, the teacher was talking to one of the students because she was talking about being a scientist and being an astronaut one day. And the teacher was having these thoughts uh to resist the urge to be independent and have a career. And she was telling the, the girl that her role should be to be a good wife. <laughs> <laughs> so this was, was set in when, when the fifties or right. It was in the, it was a flashback to the fifties and, oh. and the woman was telling her little girl, she needed to um, not have those sort of dreams and thoughts. Uh. 
yeah. And so definitely there's a definite shift from expecting women, as I like to say, be barefoot and pregnant. And we're being pushed and we're also um, demanding to be respected as leaders. Yeah. Well, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, what advice would you like to offer listeners? Well, along that line, tying in with that, the show you mentioned, one thing that I see is that we're all so, we're just like an individual spark of creative consciousness, really. And to honor what your creative genius is, mm-hmm. for everybody that might be different. So I hate to put people in boxes, whether it's oh. career or, or life or family or whatever. It's like, You know, whether you're a man or woman, whatever makes you excited and makes you get up out of bed and jump up and say, I'm excited to do this, whether it's X, Y, or Z, follow that. You know, Mm -hmm. now I'm talking about leadership. I'm kind of on that bandwagon. If you're, let's say if you're a man and they think, oh, you should be in charge of this. If you don't want to be a manager, don't. If you want to be in charge of, I don't know, own your own shop or knit or whatever, do whatever calls to you. And same for women. You know, if somebody says you should go do this and you don't want to tune into what your heart wants. You know what I mean? It's like, whether it's leadership in a company, maybe you, you like running your child's PTA. Good for you. I, it's not for me to like judge and say, this is what you should be doing. Right. My role is, Follow your heart, whatever you like, whatever gender you are. It doesn't really matter. It's like tune in and go, what makes my heart sing? And do that. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Thank you for that. Now, I would like to discuss the feminism or because you have the book, The Muse Process, Unleashing the Power of the Feminine for Success and Fulfillment. Uh Uh-huh. Can you give us your definition of feminism? Because I hear so many definitions. Sure. Well, first I'll start off with clarifying unleashing the power of the feminine. What Mm -hmm. that means, I look at at the world as, as made up of different qualities. And so if you look at, well, Eastern philosophy talks about yin and yang. Have you heard of the term yin and yang? Yes. That's kind of, it's kind of bouncing off of that. Yin qualities in that philosophy are feminine. So the feminine qualities that we all can exemplify have to do with compassion, community, and collaboration, and intuition, following your gut. If you look at yin qualities, which are more than considered traditionally masculine, which we also, we all have access to, men or women, yang masculine qualities are things like individualism, And healthy competition, like when you're playing a game of uh, golf, you know, it's more fun when you compete. Individualism, competition, defining your space, defining your boundaries. Those are what I consider more masculine qualities. The feminine Mm -hmm. qualities, I feel like we need to all embrace a little more in honor of collaboration and community and honoring how we work together as a community. Mm -hmm. So... That's what I mean by that term. In terms of feminism and in general, my definition of feminism, 
that I kind of came up with a fly here was Mm -hmm. that I believe that genders are allowed space to feel equal and to honor that equality, whatever gender you are. Mm -hmm. And over and above that, that includes honoring both the feminine traits and the masculine traits and whatever mix you want to bring those into your life daily, that they're both honorable. They're, they yeah. both have, are inspiring. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Definitely. I also want to get into hypnosis. Oh, sure. My, my second guest that I had for the podcast when I first started, he was a hypnotherapist. Oh, and I would like to hear more about you. I find it very interesting. When I was in school studying psychology, I found it. I found hypnosis interesting. I, I never believed that people could just have a finger snapped and then they fall on the floor and start mm-hmm. um, barking like a dog. I just, yeah. it, it seemed a bit much to me. But yeah. studying it, it's, it sounds real interesting. Could you define hypnosis for us and tell us how you work with clients using hypnosis? Sure. Uh, in a nutshell, the simplest definition I'd say is hypnosis is basically a natural inborn focused state of awareness that we all have. Mm-hmm. So basically, I see all hypnosis as self-hypnosis. I'm just a guide. I'm a facilitator. And research has shown that we all go into this hypnotic state, this focused state of awareness, about every 60 to 90 minutes. And it's it's basically a state. It's nothing like woo-woo or spooky. It's just a brainwave state where your brain waves, you know, your brain is always emitting different types of brain waves. Well, there's a slower brainwave state called an alpha brainwave state. And this is one of the states that you're, when you're under hypnosis or in the state of hypnosis, your brain is emitting these slower waves. Mm-hmm. And that's what gives you the focus and the relaxation. So because it's a natural inborn state, they think it's just built in to help us process information mm-hmm. so that we're not always in overwhelm. Because if our brain was always going, going, going in the faster brain wave state, Mm-hmm. We'd burn out. We'd get exhausted. Yeah. So it's something we all experience throughout the day. It's it's like, you know, have you ever gone driving on a long road trip? Mm-hmm. You're watching, like, the, the lines in the road and you got kind of tired. Has that ever happened to you where you feel kind of sleepy? Yes, or watching the, the trees. Yeah. The trees. That's mm-hmm. it. That's hypnosis. Mm-hmm. When you go into that kind of kind of groggy feeling where you've been focused on the lines of the road or the trees pushing by Mm -hmm. that's kind of that's getting your brain slowed down into those slower brain waves yeah and it's it's that relaxing state so it's just a natural state okay and so how do you use it with your clients um depends on what they what they come in for but in a nutshell, I, I would say a lot of people come in that I see are stressed out professionals mm-hmm. or groups. I'm doing a lot more groups that right now where they're stressed out professionals and they're learning ways to relax. So I'll teach them self-hypnosis for relaxation so that they're 
more relaxed and focused at their job. I'll also use it. I'll teach them self-hypnosis tools if they are moving into like a new field, like a, going into from technical to management. That's a common one I get. Mm-hmm. When they're, they're moving into from a, a specialty job where they're technical, they don't have to manage people, and then they get promoted. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of unnerving or kind of new to move into that new field. So they need tools to help them focus and feel comfortable with management. So I'll teach them self-hypnosis along with the coaching for that. Okay. And speaking of transitioning, as you mentioned during our private conversation, you mentioned about me being a career coach and my target audience is transitioners, more specifically military members and their spouses. However, I do offer services to individuals but I focus mainly on people who are transitioning, be it moving to another job or someone who wants to be promoted within their organization. Right. Now, when you're working with the transitioners, you talk about putting them in a, um, giving them tools to use. And what type of tools do you use and how could someone use that to help them relax and not feel all that anxiety? Yeah, okay, I'll give a little little quick nutshell thing that they can do um, just for themselves. Mm-hmm. In session, I kind of have like a, a detailed outline. We do assessments of what their personality strengths are and and that, that type of stuff. But for purposes of our podcast, let's say you're transitioning and you're feeling um, anxious about the transition or maybe just not sure of yourself. What I'd, what I'd recommend you to do is to, as you're going throughout your day, find one moment, it doesn't have to be anything big, where you're doing something where you feel like, well, I'm really good at this. It could be, I don't know, we'll go back to the golf example. Maybe you're playing golf with your buddies and you feel great. It could be you're helping your kids out with their homework. It could be something at work where you're helping um run a presentation, whatever moment it is where you feel like, wow, I'm really good at this and I'm feeling a confidence, then I would tune into that just for like 10 seconds and mentally say to yourself internally, I'm feeling confident. And then we put a, a what I call a hypnotic anchor to that. When you're feeling confident in that moment, touch your index finger and your thumb together Either hand, it doesn't matter. And you just tap your index finger and thumb together while mentally saying and feeling, I am confident, I'm feeling calmer. And you practice that, just focusing your mind on the moments when you do feel confident. Now, it may be, goodness forbid, like the person is feeling confident one out of ten times in their day, I still want them to take a moment where they're feeling confident and do that mental rehearsal, I'm feeling confident, I'm calmer, touch the index finger and thumb together, and then take a deep breath in, and just tune into that feeling for a few moments. And the more you do that, I recommend doing it throughout the day, but you can, if you like structure, you can say, do it in the morning when you wake up, go back to the time when you felt confident, whenever that was, and say, I am confident, tune into it, touch the thumb, and an index finger together, take a deep breath and say, I am confident. And then also right before you go to bed, because Mm -hmm. right before you go to bed, when you're falling asleep, 
and you know you feel yourself kind of floating you feel maybe a little like that zoning out feeling that's called the hypnagogic state that's a hypnotic state so you can tune in to feeling confident then right before you go to bed and do the same process deep breath in mentally rehearse i'm feeling confident i'm feeling calmer touch the index finger and the thumb together and that eventually will train your brain to regrow the circuitry so that you're more confident and calm okay yeah i know you were a navy brat i was an army brat oh yeah yeah cool. and i know you, you just talked about working with transitioners career transitioners do you have any clients where you have you work with them on different aspects of transitioning in general you mean, can I get a little more clarity? You mean from a, a military career to non-military or life transitions or? It's life transition in general, someone um, perhaps, you know, as a as military brats, the transitioning itself can be different going from one school to another. Uh, yeah, I know that. <laughs> yeah. Do you have people where you work with them just on life transitioning? Oh, sure. I mean, things like. I mean, light is, life is kind of sometimes a, a state of change, right? Like you're moving from one side of the East Coast to the West Coast. I have a lot of people who've moved and are looking for jobs. I've had people on divorce. Okay. You know, going through divorce or separation. So hypnosis is good for, for dealing, calming down the body when you're in a state of kind of shock from the transition or... Um, people that even, you know, that have lost parents and going through grief, um, kids going to new colleges. So, yeah, I think just the state of being human is you have transitions, right? Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, so basically um, this technique is very helpful anytime we feel anxiety. What I found different, though, is you said – when someone is feeling confident in that moment, they can go into the state of hypnosis. Yeah, I was working from the reverse that if you, what basically whatever you focus on grows in that theory. So if you focus on the one out of 10 times that you feel confident and calm mm -hmm. and retrain your brain to focus on that, then it helps that grow kind of like you're planting a seed. Yeah. Uh, if you're if you're anxious and you want to just kind of delve into how to calm down in that moment, mm -hmm. that's why I brought up the uh, kind of the road trip driving on the road thing mm -hmm. where you go into that restful state. You can use that time even um, to reprogram your brain. You know what I mean? Because you're mm -hmm. when you're driving on the road. Let's say you have a commute and you kind of go into that that zoned out state and. Mm -hmm. You can use that to picture being calmer. Now, I mean, if you're sleepy, of course, pull over and don't <laughs> don't fall asleep <laughs> on the road, but be safe. Um, but you can use that time because that's a built-in state where your your brain is in self-hypnosis. You can program yourself to be calmer, you know, and and kind of use mental rehearsal to to connect with feeling calmer and feeling relaxed and reminding your body like, Hey, this is a time where I feel relaxed. Yeah. Would you like to add anything else before I do the quote of the week? Oh, I think, gosh, we covered a, a lot of stuff. I've, I've really enjoyed chatting with you. I don't know. I don't have any more tidbits I can think of unless you have another question. 
I think that's all. You covered everything, the hypnosis and feminine qualities and transitioning. I thank you. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and read our quote of the week. It is from Eleanor Roosevelt. And she says, great minds discuss ideas. Average minds discuss events while small minds discuss people. I love that. That's a good quote. (laughs) (laughs) That's an amazing quote. Yeah, I like her quotes. All right. Well, I do have one more question for you, actually. Can you tell us how to contact you? Sure. The easiest way to contact me is simply to go to my website you mentioned earlier, drcoxconsulting.com, and then I have an even easier one to remember, drbarbaracox.com, dr and then barbacox, B-A-R-B-A-R-A-C-O-X.com, drbarbacox.com. I'd love to hear how this podcast has helped people out there and just would love to hear from you. So, yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, excellent. Once again, thank you for your time, and you enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Shalanda Says. Remember to send your questions to shalanda at tookswaterguidance.com, shalanda at tookswaterguidance.com to have them answered by myself and an expert guest. And don't forget to subscribe and share. And as always, have a productive day.